Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama Podcast is a podcast for mothers in the trenches of motherhood. Today, we are talking about big family stuff, um, and we are going to talk about tips and tricks um, once families get a little large. You're listening to the Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friends. Hi. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's been a long week here at Latch Mama. We've always made the rule that we try not to podcast on Mondays and we try not to podcast on Fridays, but we seem to always run into this. Yeah. So for those of you who do not know, Lindy and I have 12 kids combined. We each have a nice half dozen apiece. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I get asked all the time if a big family was something that I planned or anticipated or dreamed of. Um, and the answer is no to all three of those things. I honestly have no idea how I got here. I feel like I blinked and I have six children. Did y'all talk about any? Uh, I mean, we talked about having kids. Okay. I don't know. I honestly still don't know how we got here. I think we just kept having them. I don't know. See, yeah. Pregnancy and childbirth, like non-issues for me. And so I think that it was just kind of easy. Like it just, and one would breastfeed, stop breastfeeding and I would ovulate and we'd get pregnant again. And the company was growing and, you know, Eric has a job. We had the means and Mm -hmm. we just kept going. I think there's also like a little obsession with who are they like who's going to come out and like what this personality is going to be like and then you just start having one and you're like oh that's cool let's have another one oh my gosh like he's really different than the first one what's the third one going to be oh my gosh it's like the cabbage patch kids like Like, what what 20 some year olds young 20 some year olds are like yeah let's do this four times because like that's what we talked about but it's like now you you look back and you're like we had no clue what we no were clue. talking about or no anything. Clue. No clue what was in store, what they cost. And then they get bigger. Nothing. And then they don't fit in places. So, like, now, like, we watch TV every night as a family. And I'm not even going to tell you what show we're on as a family right now. I actually am going to because I think it's hilarious. But we're watching Baywatch as a family right now, which is just ridiculous. But it's been remastered and it's on Paramount+. Plus. Is this after and dinner? It, uh, yeah, this is after dinner, after bath. Um, Catherine watches her own show on the tablet. Matthew is in bed asleep, hopefully. And then the other four Mm -hmm. are on the bed fighting for this rotation that they've created of who gets mom, who gets dad, who gets dad's legs, who gets mom's left arm. And it's like this full rotation. But what I'm saying is that these little tiny things that seemed somewhat doable that could fit places are now very large things. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of large things and they just don't kind of fit places. Yeah. And there are so many of them. Like there are moments where I like literally, I promise you within hours of going home, minutes of probably entering my house this afternoon, I, I will have a moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, they're everywhere. It's like a yeah. school of fish mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And there's stuffs everywhere. So they're like, they're like little mm-hmm. trails. It's like uh-huh. little snails. So like, you know, you know where they've gone or where they went. Uh-huh. And they yeah. Things. And it's like, literally, if you <laughs> wonder if like as you have more kids if you hear mom more 
Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you, you do. don't like, I never get a full answer sometimes to one of the first mom questions before I already have it queued up. It's like, it's like the meat line, you know, like where you get like your cold cuts and you pull the number and they just start calling the numbers and you never really get caught up. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know that why that analogy is in my brain right now, but it's, I feel like it's well, like, I'm sure I told you the story when I was really busy and I was like, I kind of like got a bit snippy and was like frustrated because uh-huh. I mean, come on. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, put your name on the waiting list. Like I've, yeah. you're like fourth in line or something. Yeah. I said something like that. And so then like Gabe, who's like, you know, whenever he's around, like he'll, he'll chime in and like help parent and yeah. whatnot. It's not his job, but I remember one time I was like overwonder whatever and um it was Lennox and Lennox like nope she's busy gotta put her name on the waiting list <laughs> you're three down the line like but yeah it's like that it's I'm like so if someone funny. says mom one more time, one more time. like if, yeah. if you can't breathe or you're bleeding like you yes. can say mom uh-huh but if I hear another mom in 30 seconds like like I'm not even kidding you it's like mom yeah. mom, mom, mom 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 and then you're helping somebody and but you know that you have a cue yeah. You know that there's oh, and three they're other not people in the same room saying mom. Yeah, they're on a different floor uh-huh. and in a different room. And I'm like, if your eyes are not on mine, I cannot help you right now. I like- asked Catherine the <laughs> other night, like this was like last night, maybe the night before. I was like, Catherine, I was like, how about a daddy? How about a dad? And so then she starts going, dad, 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 dad. And Eric's totally not <laughs> responding to her. So I finally I looked at her. I was like, what? And she was like. No, I'm saying dad, 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 dad. And I'm like, no, I'm here to help you. What's up? No, I want dad, dad, dad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am going to be so like overwhelmed. It's seagull uh-huh. in finding you. Mom, yes. mom, 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 oh. um, yeah. mess everywhere. Like literally, okay, this is a funny one. This is a funny big family story. So like last night, Baywatch ends. Okay. So I have all of the ones that can talk. Matthew's asleep in his crib. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at everybody. I was like, all right, guys, I need to roll. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I can't wait. I need a roll call of poop consistency today. <laughs> Who is on to solid poop? <laughs> Who is not? Like, I need, I just need everybody to roll call right now and check in. <laughs> Who do I still on need to make sure situation. is hydrating? <laughs> who who is taking their probiotics today? Because we had this little like tummy bug fly through the house yeah. and like like Catherine was the only one who really threw up. Each kid had like a nauseous day, but then it was just like back end stuff. It was all part of some like snotty virus thing that they had. Mm-hmm. But like I literally went around an entire circle of children because I can't keep track of who is body is doing what <clears throat> at certain times. But all I know is that every so single funny. time I went to go flush a toilet in my house for like a week, like they don't tell you no. that you stop changing diapers. There's always somebody pooping at dinner. Always. Yeah. Like where's so-and-so? Why are they not at the dinner table? Oh, yeah, they're, they're going pooping. to the bathroom. They're pooping. Yeah. It's terrible. It's so <laughs> funny though. Well, you speak of mess and it made me think of something. So like my kids have been we had some sort of plague of multiviruses same thing Uh like through the last like 10 days right well that was over valentine's so my kids are in school they're in public school and it was over valentine's so guess who has to bring valentine's and guess who left it to the last minute 
So hold on to so the kids weren't at school, but you had to get off their Valentine. Well, I didn't, but I had to get them prepared. So I'm like okay. taking you back like 10 days, like right before everybody got sick and okay. nobody took said Valentine's to school, which were really expensive Valentine's because I did it at the last minute. And I have, we have a lot of children granted two of them don't do Valentine's, but that's like four times, like 28 Valentine's. Okay. So do they bring them? So when we class? talk about the mess and yeah. they did not get sent to school. So they are now, yes, I have 24 sticky hands and i have 24 <laughs> pencils and i am and i just want to throw all this mess away but it's become like all over the valentine house. central like all over the downstairs and it just it, it gives you a bit of anxiety oh my so, gosh. so one day i'm just gonna quickly toss it and i'm like oh, yeah that was an expensive valentine's expensive yeah. mess but i've decided anyways. like i had that one of those moments like right at christmas as we were trying to do like stockings and presents mm-hmm. and stuff the kids didn't really get a whole lot of stuff they each only got like three or four things but then you multiply that by six and then you yep. multiply a stocking full of crap i oh it's, it's terrible it's overwhelming the yeah. stuff and the mess is overwhelming yeah i'm in this big like simplicity like simplifying stage yeah. but I don't really know how well it's going because I swear I show back up to the house and there's just more there's stuff everywhere. On table. And there's more things over here. There's more things here. And I'm like, I'm really trying. Like I took a bag to Goodwill last week, like, but there's more stuff. Like, I'm a, I'm a where good, is it coming from? I think I've had a bag in oh. the back of my car for probably 18 months for Goodwill that has just not gotten there. And I pass Goodwill every morning on the way to the office and it is still i think i might pass two depending on what wawa i go to for coffee i believe i yeah. pass two goodwills yeah. um and it has been in the back of my car for at least 18 months now yeah. um i don't know some of the really really cool things about having a big family that i love um is like how independent the kids are and sometimes i don't realize it until we're around other families that have less children mm-hmm. um but it's really I mean, it's kind of sad because it probably means that they're learning how to do things at an earlier age because there's not anybody doing them for them. But it's still really rad to watch, like what cognitive abilities and like what a child can actually do when challenged and encouraged to do it. Yeah. Like Matthew, when he wants water or when he just Mm -hmm. wants to play in the refrigerator what is he 16 months old he will go find a step stool for wherever it is in the house and he knows where to find it it's either in the bathroom or the laundry room or whatever he'll go find the step stool he'll carry it over he'll Mm -hmm. go get his cup out he will stand up on the step stool and he will play with the water on the refrigerator unless it's locked which causes the largest mess Mm -hmm. ever my lease is just water um but it's just water Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's not other liquid things yeah um but it's really fascinating and it's really really cool like nathan who's our oldest who will be 11 in april has the coolest relationship with him it was really sweet we were uh swim practice was ending the other day and this was wednesday and it was super super pretty here yesterday in virginia it's actually really pretty today too it wasn't supposed to be but um and nathan was like ending swim practice and he's like this in between like you know, he's almost 11. So he like is kind of aware of like what being cool is. So like the older kids that were like teenagers were finishing some practice and they were like at the table next to us. And he was like, Hey mom, he's like, I really want to bring Matthew to the zoo tomorrow. And I was like, I think that's a great idea. And then he just kept looking over at the big kids because he like didn't know if it was cool to be like a big brother like that. Mm -hmm. And like if going to the zoo was too much of a baby thing, but he was all about making sure yeah. his little brother had this like great experience at the zoo. And then the videos just like absolutely slay me because he's just, I love that because 
like my oldest are two boys mm-hmm. and I, they can't have a normal conversation. It's either yep. crazy off the wall or uh-huh. bickering or fighting. They, there's just no normal in there, but like that's their normal, but it drives me up the wall. Uh-huh. But if I take my oldest and sometimes with my two little ones, now it was really adorable when they were like maybe three or four. Yep. They've gotten a little older, so now they're almost seven. But every now and then, like he gets and they play like the zombie game. And so yeah. like, he's the zombie and, you know, he kind of goes after them and then they yell and they're upset and they want him to stop. And like, but it's actually kind of cute. So like when there's years in between there, it's a really, really awesome relationship. Yeah. yeah I it's think. just, I mean, there are so many beautiful moments. Yeah. There are so many moments where like it's I mean, it's a family, but everybody mm-hmm. knows everybody else's buttons. Like, of yeah. course. And like then the kids get old enough that they know your button. Like mm-hmm. they, they completely know how yeah. to push my buttons. And it's fun and it's cute and it's fun to joke around with them sometimes. But it's a it's yeah. a really interesting thing because if everybody just starts to pick and touch everybody else then you have like basically six people trying to like yeah really like react to each other and it yeah. just becomes a thing i was going to go back to you talked about kind of like breakfast or kitchen or things mm-hmm. they learn on their own and i do think that is what one big thing for me and it could be a tip or helpful mm-hmm. for somebody else is that breakfast meal if you can help them to be independent mm-hmm. because i do think as you get a larger family our evenings are I mean, they're kind of staggered and chunked out mm-hmm. like my twins and then the middle girls and the boys and but like evenings are really busy. And so if you do have a little one that you're nursing and it's late, like that morning, if you mm-hmm. can help them be a little bit more independent, like mine learned to use the toaster and it's a real, it's a simple piece of equipment. We even have gr- plastic, they call them grabber nabbers. Uh-huh. And so they can use those safely to get the waffles out. But we had some simple breakfast things, some Eggo waffles. We got the little twisty cereal containers on top of the counter. So they weren't like dumping cereal boxes. They could just take a little bowl and mm-hmm. go yeah. do some twists and get some cereal, like some really simple things that like, I'm not in there making like this big breakfast. So if I was up early with the little ones, the twins, when they were nursing and younger, the older ones could easily get something Mm -hmm. breakfast related um, to kind of help. And they love, they love that. They don't like me making their breakfast anymore. Like sometimes they'll be like, no, I want to put the waffles in. I want to do it. And that's been going on since they were honestly like two to three. Yeah. I think like one of the comments I made, because this topic today came directly out of the podcast group on Facebook. So if you guys aren't in there, go join it and tell us what you want us to talk about. Um, But I basically said you just have to lower all expectations. Like I have such a lower expectation to what my house will look like at the end of a day. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes some days are better than others. Sometimes, you know, the house is clean at the end of the day sometimes it's not but I can tell you on those Saturdays where I know my body like needs to rest and I want to be with my children and I don't want to be constantly kind of bickering at them to or yelling at them Mm -hmm. or fussing or whatever to clean up after themselves or whatever I mean they need to clean up a little bit better than they do but I know my house is going to be a nightmare does that change maybe if we can entertain on a Saturday night or what our Sundays look like yes but that is one of the things that I had to let go of because with more kids comes more creativity, comes more mess, comes more meals, comes more mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. And I think that just lowering that expectation that like not keeping up with the Joneses, like we have a nice house, but you would walk in. It looks it's very, very well loved right now. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I was trying to think of what else. Um, I think like someone I, mentioned car seat stuff. I mean, that's 
honestly, if you can get a bigger car, but that's not always in everybody's means. But yeah. I mean, because we had, I had six in seven years and it just, did, could they all fit in the minivan? Like, like fit in a car seat? Yes. Uh, but could yeah. I access it? No. So yeah. we ended up bumping up to like, we had a Ford 350, like a different vehicle. And then we had a transit, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, you can't really get around those. They yeah. got to sit in what they need to sit in. So, yeah. So we have a fleet of old minivans, I call them. Um, and then we have a transit as well. Yeah. Um, the transit is only when all of us go out together, which doesn't actually happen very often. Um, not because we're not together very often, but because uh, bringing everybody we, out is just honest, a lot. To be honest, we don't either. So it's, it's yeah. just a huge kind of undertaking, you yeah. know, like a vacation or something yeah. like that. But we're very rarely actually all in the car together these yeah. days. I have to feel like really, really into it and like then lower my expectations mm-hmm. like and just because it's sometimes easier just not to go anywhere. And I think it's yeah. also post COVID a little bit, too. And everybody's sick right now because yeah. then when one kid gets sick, you pretty much have to guarantee it's going to go through all of them, mm-hmm. um, which is a really hard thing. It used to make me a lot more anxious than it does now. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like we've just gone through this past two week thing and I've just kind of taken it as it's come, which I have no idea where that's come from. I think it's more Zen than I've been with anything before in terms of illness. Um, maybe it's cause there's just really nothing going on. Like we don't have any vacations planned. We don't really have yeah. anything go- like, and yeah. it's really nice when your kids are homeschooled. I mean, because we already have childcare set up and stuff. So most of the time, as long as they don't get sick too, um, life still can go on yeah. for the most part. Um, what other I also know I found out on Facebook or in, on Instagram I think so we've had an in-home pediatrician since Benjamin was born so he's five now um so Dr. Wiley has been with us now for five years which is really really nice um I keep I don't I don't know if you can still buy them on Amazon but we had um we have strep tests that we keep in the house which is really really nice because mm-hmm. then I can just kind of text him and be like hey the kids have strep here's the test um which is helpful when you have a big family because it can sometimes go through multiple kids um but there is a new concierge um pediatrician practice that's opening in Richmond and also I think it's it's a um chain or a I don't know what What's you call co- it I think I've seen the um post. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay. Lindsay did the photo shoot for it, which is why oh. it popped up on my feed. Okay, um, but they'll do. It's almost like a dispatch health. Yeah, I think it looks like, but it's for kids. But pediatrics, yeah, yeah. So awesome. they'll come out and they'll do breathing treatment, or they'll, you know, That's come really do cool. a strep test or something like that, which is really really helpful when you have a big family, especially when you're home with them and you would have to cart all of said children places. That's what um, I was gonna say. Is we got to six, and that is like the one thing that I can't stand trying to make and call mm-hmm. for appointments yeah um doctors is okay dentist that that's even worse i don't know when so and so's gone we usually mm-hmm. chunk them out and i do two and two and two uh-huh. but honestly by the time i do two and two and two three to four months has passed and then it's, and then it's right back yep. to the next one mm-hmm. and i i feel like i can't keep up so yeah. that's a little i do doctor crazy, but I, yeah i do doctor eric does dentist mm. so if you do oh, have you a partner yeah if you do have a partner and you're getting that big family and those things that need yep. to happen and that substantial weight that just seems to be exponential for every kid that you have um that's a really good thing but i mean it's interesting because i mean i there are so many perks to having a big family and i love almost 
all moments of it. But that weight, because each kid's going to be different. So, like, mm-hmm. Nathan has a reading tutor. Alex has speech. Caroline is just Caroline. And then, you know, <laughs> you know, then Benjamin yeah. has speech and has some lessons. And, like, it's just each of those kids, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm so overwhelmed because I want them to excel and succeed and give them all that they they that that we can possibly give them. But then how many hours are there in the day? And do you have transportation to and fro? I mean, we've talked yep. about this with yours. I mean, you've been steadfast that you do one thing. Like each yeah. kid gets one activity where I'm like, no, if you only give one, if you only give each kid one activity, where is their, where is their opportunity to be an Olympian or, or how, how do you know that they're not going to be some superstar ma- ma- like magician? No, maybe. Or but like also musician you have more time. or something. You guys have more time. I have a little bit more time, but, but not, during the day, like homeschool, I mean, if they dur- could yeah. get a homeschool activity so during yeah. the day, but then we start trying to go to evening swim practice. I know. And if you want to see our life turned upside down, it's when we're not all around the dinner table at night. But I mean, you say that, but like, I wouldn't mind. I mean, if there were all the, the rides and all the things, sure. But like, I feel like I know what we can handle and they kind of each have something minimum two nights a week. And that's four kids. And that doesn't even include the twins. And I think that that's such an important lesson. What you just said is, you know what you can handle. Yeah. And I think it takes you a little while, but like Mm -hmm. those posts that kind of, made this podcast happen about, oh my gosh, I'm going to have my fourth kid. This is so much, whatever. Like you really have to pick those things that are important to your family. Like I set the rule with my kids that if you want to go to evening swim practice and you do want to see your friends, we can do it one night a week. We can't do it more than that. Um, Mm -hmm. simply because the second we do it, I don't see the littles until bath time and it just kind of turns everything upside down and they deserve time with me as well. And it's just a whole big thing. So is that fair to the kid? Maybe not, but that's what our family is and we're a family Mm -hmm. and you know, there are going to have to be certain rules and boundaries that are set. And hopefully in the end, you know, there's going to be more benefits than harm to having a big family. I don't know. I remember I read some lesson that like child that, a form of childhood trauma is being part of a big family. But I mean, I don't know. I think there's a whole bunch of, I mean, who gets out of their childhood without trauma? Yeah. We talk about that. I mean, so I think we just do the best that we can do and just right. Keep showing up. But I do think it's such a unique little, it's not a group or anything like that, but it's a unique place to be as a large Mm -hmm. family. Um, There's some hard things, but there's some really great things. But as far as doing whatever works for you, Seriously, I think that's a big one. Stop comparing to whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so is doing on social media or anything like that. Like, day at a time, figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, expectations low and just go slow. See, yeah. where you, see where you end up. And it's interesting <laughs> because you kind of build this little, like, as they get older, and I'm sure you know this kind of more than I do, but, like, and their little personalities come out. Like, I mean, everybody is a family, whether you have no kids or you know, six right. kids, but it's so interesting to just watch this little tribe, this little like community be built and mm-hmm. watch them help each other and piss each other off and, and yeah. learn about each other and learn, like have these little, like almost microcosm things that they're going to experience in life, but they're experiencing them in this really safe, cool environment 
that we kind of get to watch it happen. Yeah. Um, I think some of that's homeschooling for me just because they don't go to school. So some of that stuff I'm sure happens in the classroom and I just get to benefit from it because they're at home all the time. But I think some of it's really cool. Like when there are, are a bunch of different aged kids around them all the time, mm-hmm. um, you get to practice kindness or you get to practice how you speak to your sister or, you mm-hmm. know, asking, you know, questions in a way that may be, you know, not yeah. mean or hurtful or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that any sibling relationship, you can see that in and you can teach your kids that in various locations, yeah. but it's really, really cool when there's mm-hmm. a lot of them because yeah. then you get different opinions brought in and you just kind of have to balance it all. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of collaborative stuff. I feel like that happens as well. Yeah. Exposed to more, you know, whether a kiddo's on the spectrum, we have mm-hmm. a lot more talks about emotions and feelings and well, why, you know, why does so-and-so maybe cry more? Like, why does he cry more than than I do or mm-hmm. than so-and-so why does that matter more to um my sister than her other sister like mm-hmm. so it is it's a great opportunity to talk about differences and learn from each other yeah. and communicate and because it's to know other people it's so funny they can be raised in the exact same situation yeah like the exact same parents have the same genetics come together but they're going to look at two different things completely differently. Like, and yeah. it was so funny because we were having this conversation last night and it's such a terrible one to share with you guys, but I guess it just happens. But Nathan was talking about who he was going to marry and he was talking about women and, and what was pretty and all of this stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to listen and I'm trying to let this kind of, you know, almost 11 year old talk about, you know, beauty and wives and like, you know, who we wanted to spend the rest of his life with and all of this stuff. And then I have on the other hand, Alex, who's nine. And he's like, Nathan, it doesn't matter what the $20 bill looks like. He's like, it still brings worth to your life. And I'm like, of course, Alex. what, what Alex? And he was like, well, mom, he's like, just because a, a bill may look a little bit more tattered and worn doesn't mean that that $20 isn't still worth $20. He's like, and sometimes that tattering and wornness of that bill is actually going to make it worth more. And I'm like watching them have this conversation. I'm like, Alex, where did you ever learn that? He's like, oh, no, it just came from my brain. And then Nathan's like. Can I ask if Nathan's just staring? Like, yeah, no. Nathan's like, like what, Alex, dude? no, it matters what they look like. And Alex is like, no, it doesn't. I mean, and it's just these conversations oh that are just like, as your kids get older, big family or not, that just, it's like this makes your head explode. I don't think I'm doing this the right way, but if this is the wrong way, I'm still doing it my best. And I, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. I've got nothing. It's just so funny. It's so funny to watch them. They came from the same place. All of them did. Yeah. And how are are you so different? How are you so different? Like y'all are identical. So different in likes and attitude and personality. It's fascinating. Crazy. So if you're addicted with having children and bringing them into your life and watching their little different personalities come out. Yeah. So were Eric and I. But we are done, 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 done. (laughs) Nobody else can fit on our bed to watch evening TV anymore because it's just a constant fight because they get bigger. They get so big. You need like like a chore chart and you just sign up. That's what they do. They they do like a spiral of where Mm -hmm. they sit for TV time each night. That's so funny. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. We didn't give you a lot of advice because you've really just got to wing it. But you got to set boundaries. You're not going to be able to do what every other family does. Like, I would love to only 
I mean, I love all of my children to only have two kids tonight and go out to dinner and sit outside and, mm-hmm. and have a beer and have a nice meal, give them screens, yeah. but that's not going to happen because I have six of them. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's just different things that you have to weigh. Um, yeah. And going back to one of our affirmations, like really just learning to accept the help or ask for yes. help when needed. Um, took me pregnant with twins to really Im- fully embrace that. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you're failing mm-hmm. at all. You know, yeah. bring people into their lives. They're yeah. going to love on them. They're going to learn a lot from them. Um, I mean, I looked at Eric you know, this morning and I, I mean, we have right now currently because of our situation, we have three full-time nannies um, and it was so interesting because this morning, like I had one that was out for four days because she got the stomach bug from the kids. And then I had one that woke up this morning with a stomach bug from the kids. But the one that was out for four days was ready to come back. So it like all kind of worked out. And we have three right now because Hannah brings her two kids with her. And then she has one in school right now who also keeps getting sick. So she has to miss as well. It's just this kind of way that I just basically take my income from here and invest it back in my kids to have what you're talking about is like literally have somebody who is there and present for them um they get more attention probably throughout the day of their thoughts and feelings than they do in the evening when it's just eric and i and we're also trying to work with them in tow but i don't know we're all just trying to do our best yeah they're so fun though it's so fun to watch them interact with one another i have no regrets other than i would like it to be quieter sometimes Agreed. Agreed. So, good luck, guys. It's fun. Bye. Bye.